the plan we put in place, like we're using it for mat leave, but that doesn't mean this can't make sense for if one of us in the future want to take a chunk of time off just to like be with our families. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 55, and today we are chatting about how we are preparing for my maternity leave. So um, obviously this is Courtney, and exciting news if you don't already know, but you probably do if you follow along, but... I am expecting, my husband and I are expecting our first baby in April. So excited, terrified, ask Abby all the random questions about pregnancy and how to be a mom. And I'm sure I'll learn a lot from her uh, throughout this whole process. But um, also, you know, figuring out maternity leave. I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs or small businesses maybe struggle with or don't know how to prepare for that. And um, not saying that Abby and I are experts here, but we are definitely, we've got a solid place or plan in place for what that looks like for us. And we thought, because this is probably something that a lot of small business um, owners struggle with, we wanted to talk about it and just be really transparent about what we're doing because it could maybe help you plan for situations like this if they arise for you. Yeah. I think too, like we researched the heck out of this, um, and just tried to find other examples of other business partnerships, specifically planning for maternity leave, because I think so often you run across business partnerships who are husband and wife and you're obviously both in it. Like that's normal. (laughs) Um, and there's not, or like you're a solo entrepreneur and you're figuring out how to pay yourself and manage the workload, or if you're going to hire someone to help so you can still stay active while you're out. Like those kind of stories exist, but I don't, we were never successful in finding a business partnership example of someone who's like been in our shoes right now. And I'm sure plenty Mm -hmm. of people have, but there's just not, I think sometimes when it comes to anything, like we've talked about finances a number of times on here, like that's something people don't talk about a lot, like how they structure their business. And same thing with like planning for maternity leave. It's something that's like borders the line of like, is this content or is it like, but at the end of the day, we all have a business to run and we need to know like how to manage it in the best way that works for everyone. So that's why we're here talking about it because we figured there has to be someone else out there looking for this information. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, if we were looking for it, obviously there's other people out there looking for it too. So (laughs) we thought we would hopefully be, um, helpful by talking about what our plan is. I also think too, like the plan we put in place, like we're using it for mat leave, but that doesn't mean this can't make sense for if one of us in the future want to take a sabbatical or take a chunk of time off, um, just to like be with our families or like say in the future, as our kids get older, we want to take a summer off to be with our kids. Like this is the same kind of structure that I could see living 
beyond just a mat leave that works for both of us. So mm-hmm. absolutely, which is kind of cool. Which is something too that we're really bad at is setting aside a big chunk of time for our own personal lives mm-hmm. um, because we're always working. Yeah, because and it, obviously we love what we do, mm-hmm. but we also have to prioritize that um, self time and family time as well. So I oh. think this for us will be a big. Um, kind of example and journey for us to figure out what that looks like. And we're not saying that we're going to be doing this perfectly. Like we have a strong outline right now and like plan, but definitely things could maybe shift a little bit. Or if we learn something, we can do an episode V2 mm-hmm. about yeah. this. <laughs> How it went. Yeah. And a lot of times in a business partnership, people are like, great, you have someone else to like help you and lean on you. And yeah, in so many ways, that is so true. But we both do two very different things in our business. So when you leave and you put your workload on the other person, like it is a lot. So it's also figuring out too, like how to navigate that because it's not like we do everything together every day. Like we both do and live very different jobs and lives like Mm -hmm. so you have to manage that so a business partnership in so many ways is like you still have very different jobs yeah yeah absolutely I can't and won't take branding clients (laughs) while the card is out and you never want me touching Uh, your SEO no no absolutely not so yeah so the first thing we did was we hired a coach to help us because we both know that the way that we work is we work better with a coach when it comes to scenarios like this just to help us you know lay out what our options are what's best for us what they might think is best for us um and we worked with val which you've heard us talk about val tons here because we've used her in the past um, for other coaching Mm -hmm. but um we leaned into her for this conversation too. So she's she knows us. She's followed along. She was there with us when Dua was born. So um, it was really easy to kind of lean on her as a resource and yeah. give us kind of an outline of like, how should we structure this? What does this look like? Yeah, we're so close to our business too that it can feel like what seems very obvious to an outsider of like how to handle something might not feel is obvious to us just because we are so close to our business. So I think getting that third party is so helpful. And thankfully, Val opened up her time for us. So we were very thankful for that and just getting a third party to help gut check it and just like talk us through our options. Cause I had even told Courtney prior to the call, I was like, I truly don't know what to like, how to prepare for this. Like, I just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So yeah, that was tremendously helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I think the very first decision that we and I say we because it's not really we it's you but (laughs) (laughs) was to decide how much time off you wanted to take for baby Mm -hmm. yeah so I just and this is like so bad of me to say but like I just chose three months because I know that's kind of how it goes in the (laughs) real world or like in the corporate America I mean was that kind of what you had with the agency 12 yeah 12 12 weeks but like Yeah, I don't know. It varies. I feel like that's even longer now, too. And I think we haven't, like, fully roped out your comeback scenario. No, we have not Um, figured that out. But I think... That could be another episode. Yeah, (laughs) that could be another episode. But I also think, like, we have so much fluidity in that, too, that there's, like, time to figure that out. It's not going to be like you come back and you jump in and your kids have full-time daycare. Like that's not happening. Right. Right. Yeah. So I have, I've just taken three months. That's like the 12 weeks ish. That's what I've decided to do right now. But I've also had honest conversations.
conversations with Abby too, because I've been terrified about daycare and she's kind of said like, you know, like you don't have to figure out daycare right away. You, you Abby figured it out. I know I can figure it out. And I think, um, you know, it might just be a conversation of like how I get back into it. It might be, you know, there's specific days where I'm working and there's days where I'm not because we don't have daycare quite yet. And mm-hmm. I'm yeah. trying to keep a baby alive. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know there is. And everyone, I think that's the benefits too of running your own businesses. You can kind of make those changes. Like even since we've been full time in this business, my schedule has changed drastically. And to like, be honest, I don't, I still don't really know Abby's <laughs> schedule. It's very, it changes so much. Yes. <laughs> it's, but it's like, it has to because my kids change and where, who's watching them when, and when I want to be mom and not business owner. Like, I don't know there's just, there's so many changes that have to happen. And I think like going into this, you just have to have grace with the fact that there isn't going to be a rigid structure unless you absolutely need it. Like there are plenty of people who absolutely need very rigid structures of what is happening. Um, and I do like that. I like a schedule and I like a structure, but I also know that it's not possible with two toddlers. So <laughs> it's funny that you say you like a schedule and a structure. Cause I feel like your life is definitely not scheduled. No. It can't. It can't. I think the only thing that Abby has a really good structure and schedule on is her morning routine. And I think (laughs) after that, it all falls to shit. (laughs) It does. Is the kid going to puke today? (laughs) Is daycare going to be canceled? Is it going to be snowing? Like, you just never know, which I feel I'm still working on it, but like, I am not good with change. So when things change and I know that I'm not going to do what I was planning on doing, it's like emotionally tolling for me. But it's like, I don't know. I think with all things with motherhood too, you just like, you roll. We got to learn to roll with it because it's, there's no schedule. You can't. Yeah. There's an outline. There's an outline. And I think too, when Abby was like, I was freaking out about daycare. I was like, oh my gosh, all these daycares we're looking at are a million dollars a week. What am I, I can't do this. What am I going to do? And she's like, you don't have to figure out daycare now. I'm like, Abby, I have to figure out daycare before I come back. And she's just like, not necessarily. Like, you I was can like, make did you forget that neither of my boys went into daycare until they were 18 months? Like, I think you blacked out. I think, <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. And I was just, you know, in my brain, I was like, oh, we can't do that. Or... I wasn't giving myself permission for some reason to even let that be an option. So my actual, like a lot of my daycare anxiety went out the door after Abby said that. Cause I was like, Oh, we don't, we don't have to figure it out. Like right now <laughs> we can figure this out after baby's here. And you know, we have a few daycares we're talking to, which makes me feel good, but I don't have to be like, yep, they have mm-hmm. to go back the day I go back or they have to be yeah. there the day I go back to duo. So, yeah. um, so we're just keeping that door. Open yeah, right now, I mean, so. it, there could be a whole episode around how my work has revolved around nap times through the period of four years, yes. the last four <laughs> years. That's like a whole episode in and of itself, but it's like every nap time was just work time. And it's just, I don't know, you just roll with the punches and nap times change the second you get into a routine. And then it's like, great, we're dropping a nap and now I'm screwed again. So it's just the history of life, but that could be a whole nother episode in and of itself. So yes. if you're listening to this and you want my nap time history over the past four years <laughs> with a four-year-old who now stopped napping, like I'll, I'll share it. <laughs> it's actually, it's quite, messy. It's quite cute. Sometimes when we're on uh, zoom calls with clients and he'll come out and he'll be like, mom, is it time to get up yet? And she's just like, no, do you see that hand on the clock? It has to reach this point and it hasn't reached it. And then it's like two minutes later, he'll come out and he's like, mom, is it time to get up yet? It's like 
probably very frustrating for oh, Abby. Oh, but on the receiving end, I'm just like sitting there like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but I could see if it was my own child, I'd be like, child. Like, oh, yeah. Every two minutes. <laughs> is it time yet? What time is it? Yeah, it's fun. It is very fun. Uh, so I think that time, deciding that amount of time off was super important, just like first hands off. Because there was also a point where Courtney was like, well, what if I just manage social? And I was like, no, you can't yeah. touch anything like I know which is so hard like I even think about with Remy we didn't have any clients at the time but I for sure like wrote a blog post or did something random but I wasn't doing client work or taking or having obligations whatever I did when I was with Remy was because I wanted to yeah and like which is fine like it's you like, maybe needed yeah. a, uh, an outlet or yeah. like a break mm-hmm. or it was your you time yeah. kind of but the expectation around having something to do I think when you have no idea how much sleep you're going to be getting or how you're going to be feeling or how the birth is going to go I think you just can't like anyone else who's maybe considering this like if you can have the luxury of taking full completely checked out time I think you absolutely need that like mentally just to figure out this new life it's yeah. all different yeah and yeah I have no idea how I'll, <laughs> how I'll be postpartum and you know I'd like to think it, I would be peachy and just fine but obviously that's not the way it goes and being a first-time mom I have literally no idea what to expect <laughs> so I think yeah I tried I felt so bad because I was like Abby I feel like I, I need to help you in some capacity and she's just like, nope, because A, I think it'll just make it harder because you you will be in and out. And B, she's like, you don't know if this baby's going to sleep. You don't know, you know mm-hmm. how you're going to react, how your life is going to change. And she's like, you need to figure that out. And um, I appreciate her honesty <laughs> and her for uh, pushing me to like completely unplug because I oh. think um, that's hard to do as a small business owner. It's hard mm-hmm. to completely unplug. You go yeah. on vacation and you still feel like mm-hmm. you should work. I just got back from vacation and I was checking emails constantly. I wasn't working, but you're still somewhat connected, you feel it's like, hard. all the time. It's hard to disconnect, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, I think that's that's definitely something that – and even just from a partnership standpoint, like – I don't want any expectations because I feel like an expectation that then can't be met because of life happening, which is way more important, could then turn into like feelings of unhappiness with each other or like, right. you we know, don't want to be, we don't want this to be a situation yeah. where we're like, yeah, just like upset with each mm-hmm. other or like this didn't work or like you said this, but then my baby just doesn't like to sleep ever or something yeah yeah no expectations happy surprises is fine no expectations I think is very important um so yeah that was kind of the first thing the second thing that we had to figure out was like our pay model I don't think I literally and I know we've even talked with a few people after our podcast episode about um how we structure our business finances a few people had reached out and had just mentioned like I had never seen it broken out like that. Like no one talks about it. And I think it is really hard to find examples, examples of like how to structure your business financially because people just don't talk about it. So if you are curious at all about how we structure it, we run the profit first model in that episode, um, which we can link in the show notes too. If you haven't listened to it, is all about how we break out our percentages. Like what are our percentages and how do we shuffle money around each month? So because we follow that model, we have this ability to save for things like this. We're not taking the max amount of money coming in every single month. We have 
a salary savings account that allows us to save up money for instances like this, like yep. for maternity leave. Yep. So um, that's awesome because we knew that whatever court wanted to take off, she could. Like she has the flexibility to take whatever time off that she wants uh, while we still have the funding for it. So then the next thing we just had to talk about was like, how do we make this fair? Which was one of the things that we were both like, I, think I don't that was know. A really hard, <laughs> awkward conversation because yeah. you want to make sure it's fair for both people, and you don't want to like step on the other person's toes or like say something that you think might be unfair. So I think that's where it was really helpful to talk to Val because you need that third mm-hmm. party just kind of yeah. like helping you figure out what that looks like because finances in general are sensitive fun to talk about even Mm -hmm. in like even in our daily business of like paying ourselves and like what that looks like and bonuses and stuff I mean we're at a point now where I feel like it's a pretty easy conversation to talk about stuff like that but when you have a big thing like this it's very confusing and Mm -hmm. very like how do we make it fair for both parties without having this like weird awkward conversation yeah and without someone feeling gypped either like it's so weird it's such a weird conversation um but I think it was like so good to have that conversation conversation and just chat about it because it would be so easy if it was like I know I'm gonna have a third kid so I know I'm gonna get a maternity leave in the future so like this is great like this works out great but I don't know if that's going to happen. And mm-hmm. if it does, great. We do the same process we're doing now. But basically how we structured it, which I think we both feel really good about, um, was that we're planning on basically just like even like even across the board. So court's taking off three months. So I'm going to take off a month. I am sticking. This is my accountability right now but that I actually has, take off. She has to plan it ahead of time because uh, yes. I think we are both just really poor about planning ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, like planning the vacation ahead of time, planning the workload ahead of time. Because I feel like any time both of us have a vacation, we are so busy with work too that it doesn't even really feel like a vacation, which yeah. is, th- this is our fault. It like, is. This it is, is our I mean, fault. this is our business we'll and people and can figure I'm, it out. But. I'm hoping that my April vacation is a real two-week vacation. Like, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But. Yeah. So this is definitely <laughs> something we have to work on and, and can be fixed, yeah. but um, we just have to be better about planning ahead, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So we almost have to pretend like it's a tiny mat leave for yeah. Abby, too, and to, like, make sure that I'm set up for success during that month. But... Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. that could be a whole nother episode. Yeah, too. right. I know. Plan ahead for that. So that's the goal is that I am taking it in, at some point soon. Like this is also the thing is like whatever I'm additionally taking on is flexible and not meant to be during the same exact time fr- frame that court is out. And I think that's what we like about it so much is the flexibility. So basically I'll take one month off and then the other two months of what Courtney is getting paid will be divvied up as a bonus for me through at some point in the future and it's based on funds what we have but then it felt good in a way that it wasn't like oh court you're taking time off you should be paid less which i do know corporate companies do that all over the place which is complete bs like that is not okay it's part of what's wrong with this yeah yeah so it was like that's there should be no deduction in that but then also there's like the other side of like someone else is running the business or we're hiring bringing on help to also facilitate so we have extra expenses during that time so there's so many things to think about but it just got to a point where we were like we need to figure out a way that feels good for both of us Mm -hmm. so that like court takes the time off really has this time to like 
disconnect, not be concerned, but I also have the motivation to like have you disconnect and like be excited for the future of it upset about it or yeah like feeling like she's running a ship solo or whatever Mm -hmm. she will be running a ship solo (laughs) for a little while and i will prep her as best as best as i can in the areas where i can Mm -hmm. but yeah that's where we had to have this conversation about like compensation and how it works for both of us yeah which yeah took i mean like thank goodness for val helping us kind of like figure out because i think there's so many ways you could do this i don't think this is the only way to do it no. i think there's a lot of ways you could do this and structure it um and this like we both kind of landed on this option and we were like okay like i think this feels good for everyone so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it should be great so that was um the second decision just kind of figuring out like okay now making sure and thankfully Val sells this um template that I still use like every single month in her um shop but she has like a monthly finance um template that shows us the whole year so we could plug in the numbers of what we're going to pay ourselves what we're expected to bring in what our expenses are each of those months and then we can see our savings account and how healthy it is and as of right now plugging everything in like we are good for the year we feel confident which yeah yeah. Which feels great. Which is like such a relief as a new mom going into this because it's scary to think about your salary being cut in half or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what corporate does really anymore because we haven't been in that for a while. And I never had to worry about... For sure, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about maternity leave at that point. Um, But yeah, that's just... I mean, babies are expensive. Um, We just built a brand new house three years ago, so our mortgage (laughs) is just... Yep, up there. I don't want you to come back and be like, I got to get a full-time job somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I think it was just very relieving to know like, hey, we can make this work. The salary payments can stay the same. So I don't have to think about that or worry about that while we're out because Mm -hmm. we already know we've forecasted for it. We're good. We've ran the numbers. And so I can just sit back and yeah. I wouldn't say I won't say breathe easy because I'll be a new mom <laughs> but like from a financial perspective I can I know that we're going to be okay and yeah. that that salary is going to continue to come in yeah so that's a huge relief yeah so yeah I think and that's probably one of the biggest things from planning like having that ability to look ahead and have that salary savings account like if we didn't have that salary savings account we couldn't even be having these conversations no. so that is such a lifesaver to know that like every month we are we are like making sure that that's full to help us survive for I don't think we've ever been into a situation where we didn't for sure always have an extra month in there if not quarters of money to make sure that hey you know business entrepreneurship's a roller coaster Mm -hmm. we definitely have low months where the leads just don't come in and you don't want to have to deduct your pay because of that and luckily we've never had that happen because of having it set up this way so So yes, um, there's our final plug for <laughs> Profit First. <laughs> Set your business up that way. So the third decision we had to make was coverage. Yes. Um, so a lot of this kind of fell on me just because, uh, which is fine, which it should, um, because <laughs> I am replacing myself essentially. So what that looked like, uh, I happen to know somebody local that I absolutely love and we've actually started working with her already. So we're feeling really great about that. Um, 
So yeah, one of the things is just contracting a designer to help with some of those small projects and then support some of our mastermind clients while I'm out uh, because Abby doesn't do anything as far as like creative goes. Um, not to Don't say that she's to. not a good designer because well, I not. have seen some of her Canva designs. <laughs> she's not bad. I mean, I'd rather hire her make, than my mom. I can make a kid's yeah. birthday invitation. That's where my extension uh, ends. So, I mean, if you want to hire Abby for that on the side. <laughs> no, I'll no. Her <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we've already got her working for us on a few projects and um, I think that's great to just have her started now because then um, I can show her my working process, you know, make it as easy as possible for her to just start seamlessly working with Abby as well too. So um, we're excited to kind of just like mm-hmm. see how that goes. Can't really give you much context on that right now because we yeah. just started working with her. But yeah, um, and we actually decided to like we are not going to be taking brand clients and new social clients while Courtney is out. So this coverage is mainly to help facilitate the current clients that we have mm-hmm. throughout the year and the random projects we have throughout the year and the mastermind clients. Um, so if you want brand or social, it might already be too late actually by the time this episode is live, yeah. but by, yeah, hit us up in August. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit us up in August. Um, we'll still do strategy calls, especially for social. Um, but in like regards to the work that we're going to be focusing on during this time is going to be SEO because that's what I am efficient at. And I think efficiency is going to be I mean, not like I love SEO, but yeah, efficiency is going to be key to running our business. And if like social is definitely a partnership between Court and I, and we're more efficient when we work that way. And I think doing it any other way without that efficiency is just going to add more time. It's not going to end up being more profitable for us. And I think, yeah, we just needed to, we needed to sit down and like, look at like our strengths and weaknesses and like efficiency is going to be key to still bringing in the right kinds of projects. So absolutely. And then the last thing within this decision of coverage is that we're definitely leaning way more heavily into our virtual assistant, <laughs> who is Eden. Eden. Mm-hmm. Cre- Eden Haley Creative. Eden yeah, Haley she's Creative. amazing. Um, I don't know what I would. I'd literally be drowning right now without her. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> I yeah, and we're definitely gonna leverage her some more as like the maternity leave comes up. But she is fantastic. She is just. A little lifesaver for us. So we, d- we... we don't want to send too many people her way because we really like her. Yeah, but, she's you know. actually really, really, really busy. <laughs> I think she's booked out for like the next five years. So uh, for real. But this is another like learning thing for us too. Is I'm I am also getting better because I'm like much more in the weeds of client project management stuff. Um, and it's just like, I'm getting so much better at just learning. I don't have to do this project like this. I can hand this project off. I can hand this brainstorm part off. I can hand different things off, which I think is really helping because there is like a whole, which is our next section that we're going to talk about is the whole section of like preparing. We have to prepare a lot for this and that comes on for both of us. So I think like leveraging Eden has been tremendously helpful just to take tiny projects off, be more efficient and like really just start focusing on our own like zones of genius a a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I think something that Abby and I have struggled with our whole business is actually letting go of pieces Mm -hmm. of our business and having someone help. But we cannot stress it more that it is actually really beneficial and helps you to move forward, helps you to work on your bigger goals. Um, And 
Mm-hmm. It actually is very relieving mm-hmm. after you hand something off, especially when you're trust very trustworthy of like who you're working with. You have to have the right partnership, obviously, and we've found that. But it's such a relief when you can hand it off and know that it's going to be done the way you want it done and it's going to go out into the world and mm-hmm. you don't really have to touch it at yeah. all. And it's just like a little, yeah. little magic, <laughs> like a genie working behind the scenes for you. So. Yeah. It's it's okay to let go of things and have people help you is basically what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. Oh, yeah. You can't do it all. Start it. (laughs) Yeah. And start like little by little, like bite-sized and then do a little bit more and then a little bit more because I think that's kind of how we started too. And it's been very helpful taking it step by step because the more we do, the more we realize that we don't need to actually do it. Like we did not need to do that and whatever we were holding on to um, isn't necessary. So, right. So the next thing that we had to focus on was preparation, which is what we're focusing on right now. So this is everything we have to do prior to mat leave. And luckily, like for us, we're not waiting. Like Courtney's not going to be working up until the point where she pops out a baby unless she pops out a baby way early. But like we are, (laughs) right? we already have a date like the week prior to you going out is like you're done. So, um, so I guess our 12, our three months is not quite three months because it's just like three months from when baby is born is what we've talked about and having that time before and not worrying about work or any stressful weird work situation to pop up I think is also really important just Mm -hmm. like mindset yeah I asked Abby I felt so I don't know why but I also felt really guilty about asking for the week prior to baby being due and I was like so can I have that week off I think you forget that I've done this due date (laughs) and she's like yes absolutely just put it on the calendar and I was like okay thanks I was like, I don't think I can be working up uh, until like the day that I'm due and be like, okay, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. This baby's coming soon. So <laughs> I think that's stressful for everyone. Like even on the receiving end, it's like, shoot, you didn't like tie the loose end of like right. something. Right. Like I just think that's stressful anyway. So, so yeah. And who knows, baby could come early and all of that could be thrown out the window, yep. but yep. you never know. But either way we have, um, we built an Asana board cause we use Asana to project manage everything. So why wouldn't we use it for this? Um, so we have an Asana board built with everything we need to prepare in advance of court being out. So most of this is content. So social, we need to Mm -hmm. like Courtney is the sole owner of social. So rather than me just not show up for three months, which I totally would, (laughs) I just wouldn't show up or I just pop in stories and be like, Hey guys, remember me? Um, but I think it'll be good to have some content prepped. It definitely will probably be a little slower than usual, but we've, I think we've already decided that we're posting three times a week. Yeah. Um, we used to, good. I we used to post, know that we did. <laughs> no, I think we talked about that. I think we used to post, like we tried to post seven days a week when we first started. Mm, now mm-hmm. we're down to like, we were good at like every day of the week. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Now like we're like. Well, this doesn't count right now. Yeah, Yeah. but but (laughs) but I did tell Abby. I'm like, I think we should just do like three posts a week. So you'll that's what you can expect from us. during that time because it's just way too much. Three posts max. Three posts max. (laughs) I'm gonna set low expectations here. Two minimum, three Uh, max. One minimum, three. Yes, right. (laughs) We will show up. How about that? That's the expectation. We will show up on social. We'll have some content prep. Yes prepped um the next piece was podcasting which this is the biggest like there are definitely some things we can do on our own um and we do have a few that we'll record solo uh but we don't do that very often we like to record them together because it's more fun obviously but we have 28 episodes that we have to prep from when we 
made this list. So we've chunk, we've gotten into that a little bit. Um, but that's a lot. And we know when we sit down to batch podcasts, six is kind of our max. Yeah, like we feel really tired after yeah. a six day podcast recording. Yeah. So we kind of broke this into, I think, four or five days, um, which I know we already don't have a couple days on the calendar that we have to outline, but that was definitely something that we needed to plan in advance because it's heavy. Like that's a heavy full day that we have to set aside to make happen. So Mm -hmm. we've planned ahead for that. And then um, the final thing is that while Courtney is out, one of like my pride and joys and things that I love to run is SEO group coaching. And why not work on what you love, right? All the time. So it'll keep you motivated <laughs> and trucking forward. <laughs> I know, right? So we're planning to do two rounds minimum, maybe more. I don't know. We'll see. Um, two rounds for sure of group coaching while court's out. So we're going to do probably one in April and one in July, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll figure all of that out, but that's kind of the goal. And we'll need to make sure we have any like creative assets ready to promote that. Um, so that I don't have to worry about it. Yep. And all the promotion will be done. So mm-hmm. so that is our Matt Life plan in a nut, big nutshell. <laughs> um, but I think we're both feeling really good about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, uh, I'll got to talk to you yeah. after the episode. But... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. No, I think we're both feeling good about it. So we're just excited and we can't wait to meet that baby. We can't wait for another intern. Yay. <laughs> If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.